Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Let's Admit It podcast hosted by the admissions department over at Boise Bible College. My name is Michael Gritton, and if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, let me just really quickly uh, give you a rundown of what the purpose of this is. So um, we kind of have a, a two-pronged approach to what we want this podcast to be. The first, the first thing is that uh, in my job as an admissions counselor, there are quite a few things that come up as kind of consistent questions that get brought up. And then there are also issues that um, don't get brought up, but that need to get brought up. And so this podcast is uh, designed to kind of approach those two, those two issues, the, the spoken and the unspoken things, um, and to answer those questions with the paid professionals here at Boise Bible College. Um, speaking of paid professionals at Boise Bible College, the second prong of this, uh, this podcast um, is that I want to introduce uh, you, applicant, uh, high school student who is looking at Boise Bible College, I want to introduce you to the, the important figures um, on campus, uh, in, in the, the offices, in the dorms. I want to introduce you to the people that you need to know before you need to know them. Um, and so uh, today we are joined by uh, Rebecca Hasegawa, Rebecca, Hello. how are you? I'm doing great. Doing well. Are yeah. you enjoying our gigantic recording booth? <laughs> Known as the chapel. Known yes. as the chapel, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is, uh, it's, it's a big room, but it does what we need it to do. Yeah. Um, so Rebecca is the English professor here at the, here at the college. And today, um, as always, I'm going to, you know, we have a, a designated subject, so to speak, of, of this podcast, which today is uh, the, the importance of good um, admissions essays. Obviously, in the admissions process, we, uh, we as a college, and a lot of colleges actually, will require the applicant to write out an essay, kind of give them uh, the institution, the admissions office, sort of a, a glance into the... Uh, writing prowess of the individual, but we're gonna we're gonna we're going to get into that. But first, I want to get to that second prong of the podcast, the introduction thing. So, um, Rebecca, standard interview question: Just tell us about yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But specifically, whatever you know, educational uh, educational background you have, any kind of ministry or work experience that you'd like to you'd like to discuss. So basically you want my resume? Yeah, I'd like your <laughs> you resume. Go ahead. Yeah, just give me your whole, your whole CV if you would. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, I've been at Boise Bible College. This is now my seventh year. I started teaching here at 25 years old. Um, Holy cow, it has been seven years. It has been seven years. I, if you do the math, that makes me 32. Um, Brain blast. So yeah, I'm, I'm one of the younger faculty here, uh, which is quite fun. Um, and I got my undergraduate degree in Bible and Humanities at Florida Christian College, which is now Johnson University, Florida. Mm. Uh, rest in peace, FCC. <laughs> and um, I, I have uh, a graduate degree, uh, Master's of Fine Arts and Creative Writing for Film and Television from Full Sail University, which is in Winter Park, Florida. And I'm working on a second master's degree, uh, Master's of Divinity at Fuller Theological Seminary, which is in Pasadena, California. Um, and so... 
that's, there's a little bit of my CV. Um, <laughs> my, in terms of ministry, um, I'm, I'm currently uh, on the leadership team at Indian Creek Christian Church, mm. which is just down the road in Nampa, Idaho. Um, and so that's, uh, that's been a, a challenging experience, but very good, yeah. very good bonding experience with the church there. So, um, and beyond that, I've done a little, a little stretch in Hollywood trying to make my, my name there, which yeah. didn't work, <laughs> didn't happen, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, that's actually what brought me here. So I'm, I'm thankful for that little jaunt from Florida to California to Boise. So man, Florida to California to Boise. Yeah. What a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kelsey, uh, my, my wife, her name is Kelsey and, um, it's, it's funny because you started in 2017. Is that right? Uh, try 2014, 2014. That's, that makes <laughs> sense because I got through my English prerequisites my freshman year yeah. with the professor before you. Um, and so I, I've yet to have a single class with you, the, you as the professor. So most of our relationship stems from the fact that my wife is kind of a mentee of yours. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so Kelsey was telling me about the you getting your your second master's degree, and that just blows her mind um, <laughs> because she's like Rebecca was talking to me, and she wants to get a master's degree, and I asked her why, and she was like, I want to get a master's degree, <laughs> which is the it just it just it killed her. Yeah. Um, and so on the topic of uh, my lovely wife, um, can you talk for a minute because you and her she she obviously thinks the world of you. Um, can you talk about the the culture of the college, which allows mm. for those kinds of relationships? Yeah, yeah, and she's a great example because I I love Kelsey to death. We have a great time, um, and that that relationship of mentor and mentee at BBC um, can can very easily lead into a friendship, mm. especially post graduation, um, and those are always the most special yeah. relationships. Um, many, uh, many mentees, you know, it, it's, 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 I think it's an organic relationship that makes, makes that yeah. a special thing. So, um, of course, as a college, we encourage a culture of learning from one another, um, not just faculty learning from students and students learning from faculty, but, you know, learning across cultures, across boundaries. And so mentorship is one of those one of those opportunities to learn from each other. And um, so I learn a lot from the students that I mentor. And uh, I like to approach mentorship in that kind of organic uh, kind of place. I've, I've noticed when I've approached mentorship as trying to have like a hard curriculum and try, try to teach it, <laughs> like approach it like it's a classroom, it yeah. fails miserably mm -hmm. for me and for the, the person who's uh, trying, to, trying to be mentored by me. It, it hasn't worked and so um, those organic very chemistry-oriented relationships uh, tend to, to work out really great. Um, and so anytime uh, that kind of mentorship is forced, it, it fizzles out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think Boise Bible College, uh, it, we don't force mentorships. And I think that's the important part. We encourage a culture right. of mentorship. Um, and because the classrooms you know, are, so, are so small, um, faculty can really get to know students, mm -hmm. and that's a that's one of the great opportunities to find mentorship is yeah. in those small groups. Um, so, 
yeah, I, I, I would say uh, most faculty here are highly invested in mentorship, but others aren't, and I think that's, that's perfectly fine. I, I don't think it's healthy to force everybody to be mentors if yeah. they don't want to be, and neither should we force all students to be mentored mm. if they don't want to be. Um, and so just allowing each person to be their own person and to find what they need organically um, yeah. makes for some really special experiences. Yeah. I have a, um, I think I've told this on the podcast before, but uh, Ben Williams, who is the preaching professor here at the college, he actually performed the ceremony for Kelsey and I's wedding. <laughs> and that was, Kelsey and I deciding to have Ben perform the ceremony was a decision that was like, and it was like three or four years in the making. It wasn't just like a snap, a snap decision. It was like Ben had been my my mentor for like three or four years, mm. and he had been like a father figure for Kelsey. And so it got down to the point of like we were deciding, you know, who was going to do our premarital counseling, who was going to be the one who you know asked us to say the vows, and then you know said kiss the bride. Mm -hmm. It it came down to it. It was like all right, we can we can have Ben Williams do it or someone else. <laughs> and I mean, that really was what it was. And it was, but it was born of just years of, you know, consistent, not forced, organic relationship between Ben and I, and then Kelsey and I. Yeah. I love this college. I really do. <laughs> um, okay. So halfway through the podcast here, um, want to get into the, 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 the flesh and bones of the subject at hand, which is um, answering the question of, how important are admissions essays? And I think that um, you as the English professor and me as the admissions counselor, we can agree that um, the answer to that question is very, very important. Yeah. But um, as the English professor, could you just talk for a moment about those, those things that you look for in a quote unquote good essay? Mm. Yeah, I think a, a good essay uh, really needs three essential things. Um, the first one is a compelling topic, uh, compelling not just for uh, the reader, but particularly for the writer. It comes across if the, the student is not interested <laughs> in mm. what they're writing. Yeah. Um, and so if you're interested in your topic and you formed some very clear and compelling thoughts, then your, your reader will likely be very interested as well. Um, the second is, is fluid structure. Mm. Um, structure is really important um, in terms of communicating what you're, what you're trying to say. It makes it easy to read and understand what you're trying to communicate um, so that your reader can stay on track with you. Hmm. Um, and I would say the third thing um, is along that same line of clear communication is, is just simple, proper grammar. <laughs> um, because, you know, we, have, we speak a common language and read a common language, and if those rules are not followed, it's impossible to understand what that person is saying, and it's really easy to miscommunicate. Mm -hmm. um, so, and especially trying to communicate what you mean to say uh, is very important. So those are the three essential things. Yeah, yeah. And especially with, you know, obviously with college papers where you're dealing with, I mean, give me an example. What's, what's a, what's a subject in a college paper that you're, you're giving out this semester? Um, I'm having my research and writing students, uh, do topics on ethical issues. Okay. Um, and I have them choose their mm. ethical issues. What is interesting to them? What do they know something about? What's relevant yeah. to the context that they're from? 
And so that, that already sparks an interest because right. they're going to be looking into something that authentically mm-hmm. makes them interested and excited. And so. it's so, I mean, it, the, the step that you said that kind of stuck out to me was the, you got to care about your subject because mm-hmm. otherwise if you don't care about your subject, the person reading it's not going to, yeah. not going to give two rips. Mm-hmm. Um, that's obviously, obviously so true for uh, those ethical issues. I, I remember having a assignment very similar to that my freshman year. Um, I think I, I did like, I want to say it was whether or not Christians should drink alcohol or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time I had such like firm beliefs on that. And I had such a, such a idea behind what I was, what I believed. But the thing that stuck me up was that I was just such a bad writer. <laughs> I wrote so bad. I think, yeah, I, I remember um, the, the English professor before you, she did this thing where if you, uh, if you offered to have your uh, paper be the guinea pig uh-huh. for the conversation in class afterwards, you'd get bonus points. And I remember distinctly, she, she put my, my paper up on the screen and she's like, Mike, do you do that thing where you highlight a word and then you right click and then you go down to synonyms just to make <laughs> your paper sound more smart? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, it shows. Oh, and wow. man, whew, I yeah. needed a fire extinguisher that day because it, <laughs> it was rough. Um, but in the, in, in the admissions process, our, our application essay is, is pretty simple. It's designated as just answering a couple of questions in a few hundred words. And uh, I mean, answering those questions as fully and completely as you can is good. Mm-hmm. But like I said, this is also an opportunity for us as an academic institution to get to know the authorship of our people. And so um, just from me, your admissions counselor, your friendly admissions counselor <laughs> around the block, to you, uh, good idea to rewrite those things. Mm-hmm. Give it a draft, give it a day, Yeah. look at it again, and edit. Yeah. So that's just something I wanted to throw out for our, for our listeners specifically. Um, Rebecca, there was... So there was a there was there's a moment uh, a couple years back when, and I say a couple years back because I'm slightly embarrassed. I don't actually know when specifically this was. Um, <laughs> you have one of the coolest maiden name uh, uh-huh. changes that I have ever I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You went from Owens to Hasagawa, mm-hmm. and I think that's the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> um, if you're comfortable talking about, it, could you just talk for a second about how you and David met? Yeah, so my husband, David, uh, and I met over eHarmony. Okay. Uh, Yeah, four years ago now. We've been married three and a half years, so actually four and a half years ago. Um, And he is from the Bay Area of California. Really? And I was here in Idaho, and uh, at the time I was like 27 Mm -hmm. or 28, and there was just no fish in the sea here. (laughs) (laughs) I worked at a Bible college, uh, you know, of which I cannot date nor wanted to date any Mm -hmm. of my students that would be really awkward it would be very awkward um i went to a church that had no one my age Mm. um and there was literally no one i could meet here and so uh i got on eHarmony and literally all of the matchups on eHarmony were like 40 year old men (laughs) around my area so i was like (laughs) okay i have to expand my radius so i just did all of the surrounding states and california was one of them and I made all of the first moves. Uh, including we, David? 
yeah. That I, rascal. Yep. With David, I made all of the first moves. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was making the first moves. Yeah. It just happened that way. The only move I didn't make was the proposal. Okay. <laughs> um, so I basically made all the first moves, and we really would not be together if I had not made those moves, let's be honest. <laughs> um, but it all worked out great, yeah. and, uh, and the whole time it was, it was very prayer, prayerful. Mm. You know, we really had a lot of discernment and moving our relationship forward. So, yeah, it was long distance. Yeah. Um, basically, our whole dating experience until three months before we got married. So, hmm. Man. yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelsey and I um, have had the the joy of going on a couple of double dates with uh, with David and Rebecca. One of which was um, going up to Bogus Basin mm-hmm. to do some ice shoeing, ice shoe, uh, cross, sh- cross country ice shoe walking <laughs> on snow. Um, and that was up at, like I said, Bogus Basin. I've lived in the Boise area for like eight years of my life. That is the second time that I've ever been up to Bogus Basin. The first time was actually when I proposed to Kelsey. Oh, Different cute. story. Um, but Kelsey actually found out that day that she uh, loves snowshoeing <laughs> deeply and desperately. Um, and so now we own our own pair of snowshoes. Well done. Um, Rebecca, two, two last questions. Um, number one is that um, something that our listeners may not know is that this podcast is something of kind of an extension of something that you already offer, which is your writing lab. Yes. Um, yeah. Could you talk just for a few minutes about what that is, um, the intent behind it, where it came from? Just talk about that for a second. Yeah, it's, it's a free, basically kind of like a coaching, tutoring session that I offer any student um, on campus. Uh, I host it twice a week from mm-hmm. like a certain amount of time and students can come in uh, willy-nilly, ask questions about assignments or uh, get help or feedback on what they're working on in terms of writing or research. Um, you can make appointments too. So it, it really came about because we saw that there was, there's, there's always a need for improvement in writing, uh, no matter how skilled you are. Um, you can always get better, and uh, I think there's, there was a great need for students to just have some personal attention mm-hmm. with the writing, and so um, I, I force my English classes to come to the <laughs> writing lab. Um, when you're out of my classes, you're no longer forced, you're welcome, um, but it's, it really does give the students kind of a, a hands-on, one-on-one yeah. sort of coaching session that can be really helpful for them. Did I ever tell you about my very first college paper? I don't know. So I'm just going to have a really quick story time really fast because I wish with all of my heart that that was something that existed my freshman year. <laughs> my very first college paper, I'm not going to say who the professor was, um, was a, an assignment where you could choose between writing a fiction or a nonfiction story from the perspective or about a Bible character. Oh, interesting. And I'm like, oh, I'm a good author. I can, I can do nonfiction. Nonfiction is the one that is not real, right? It's supposed to be re- real. It's based in fact and history. Okay, so yeah. I went with the fiction one. Okay. I went for the one where I was just like writing a, writing a story. Yeah. And I got it back and I got a 7%. Oh my goodness, uh, out of 100%? I got a 7 out of 100. That's and at the top of the paper was just in big red letters, just the word bad. Oh no. Just bad. Oh no. Um, and that knocked me down oh a few pegs. Because, so and I, 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 I couldn't look at the professor in the face for like a month. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> that taught me very, very quickly that 
there are standards at this college <laughs> and at any higher institution, realistically, yes. that I did not meet. So oh. from me, a, an alum who, <laughs> who went through the fires of, uh, you know, tribulation in, in writing, thank you for doing that service to the students yes. because that's, that is so dad burn helpful. Okay. So last question yeah. that I have um, for our listeners. This is one of those uh, repetitious questions that I talk about sometimes. Um, and that is that I want you to, for the next, however long, um, stop viewing me as, you know, a coworker, um, you know, an employee of the college for, for the next little bit. I want you to view me as a high school student who is kind of rocking back and forth about higher education, mm. talking about, um, not knowing if they want to go to Bible college is Boise Bible college, a, a viable option, um, what would you say to me specifically in that situation? Okay, so if I'm understanding you, you are Mike Gritton, not an alumnus of BBC. Correct. <laughs> You're talking. Are you the same personality? Do you uh, have a different backstory? Let, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's 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 really dive into this. What I was before the college. Um, <laughs> you know, pick someone. Let's say that it's the same. I'm the I'm I'm who I was my because i chose to come to this college when i was a sophomore in high school so let's say freshman year which means this is this is my we're getting to my backstory right now so um i was the 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 guy who uh when there was a school dance i all of a sudden had a lot of homework that i really needed to get done so i had to go to the library sorry guys um very very shy not talkative at all um just the, 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 person, the person on the fringes of, of the, the social structure. Okay. Thanks for making me talk about that, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm meeting you for the first time? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so, I would say to you, what is, it, what is it that you're looking for? You know, that would be my question, is what is it that you're looking for in your character and your future, um, not even necessarily in your education, because mm. college will teach you what it will teach you. Um, you can get education anywhere these days. Um, there is so many options for education <laughs> online, in person, you know, it, it, the sky's the limit. But what, what a college may not be able to give you all the time is the character formation that you're mm. looking for. Who do you want to be? And so I would ask you that little, little Mike, <laughs> who, little Mike. who you would want to like be. That. Yeah. Um, because Boise Bible College is not for everybody. Mm. And I just want to be honest about that. Um, it's, there are some students who find that out really quickly, um, that this is not where they want to be. Um, and it doesn't fit their, their goals. It doesn't even fit their personalities. Um, but then other students come who were like Shy Mike, yeah. you know, and they transform and Absolutely. they become a, a version of who God created them to be that is just wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, and so I really do think thinking about college and where you're going to go for college in terms of who do you want to be and will that school help you become that? And um, Boise Bible College will put you through a, an awesome, transformative, crucible mm. 
through not just its academic rigor, because as Mike mentioned, we do have standards <laughs> <laughs> um, that actually kind of shock students coming yeah. in. Um, but we also really do intentional work in your spiritual formation, um, really giving you opportunity to grow in, into not just leadership roles, but in friendship, in mentorship, in learning who you are, how God sees you, um, in bringing out skills within you that you didn't know existed, um, in bringing out boldness in you that you didn't know existed. Um, and so really will uh, challenge you. And so if you're a student who's looking for that challenge and who's desiring to know God more and to desiring to, you know, push forward the kingdom of God and to humble yourself to a process mm -hmm. and to submit yourself to an authority, then this is your place. Yeah. Um, if you're not willing to submit to a process and authority, God's word, nor do you really are interested in, in ministry, this is maybe not the best fit for you so yeah. so really it boils down to uh have a good idea of where you want to go and who you want to be and then pick a place that's going to help you get to that spot well that is unfortunately all the time that we have for today's episode um rebecca thank you for joining yeah, thanks, us Mike. um we're gonna have rebecca back on in a couple of weeks um she's going to be we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about a similar subject um similar to writing but um, rather than talking about the importance of writing, we're going to be talking about some, some tips and tricks to actually put that into practice. Mm -hmm. um, next week, I would encourage you, as always, to come on back. Uh, we're going to have my, uh, the, the department head of my, my alma mater, the youth ministry department, and my current boss, Russell Grove. Um, and he's going to be talking to us about the importance of uh, recommendations in the admissions process. So, uh, tune in for that one. And uh, thank you.